were bad, but now they're okay. Only me or my, you're the apple of my eye, girl. I never loved one like you. Found you hiding here, so won't you take my hand, darling? There's nothing that can stop you from becoming popular, Lar. Daydream Believers podcast. I am your host, Space Orphan 18. And with me is your favorite RB. Woohoo! It's currently your only RB. Currently your only RB. Um, Today's podcast is brought to you by Gin and Gummy Bears. <laughs> gummy oh my bears. God, I got so many gummy bears. I'm so excited. Oh it's sugar goodness. on sugar on sugar, y'all. So, trope of the day is sugar. Sugar Rush. Sugar! We're going to talk about tropes because scheduling has been a nightmare lately. And uh, we want to keep producing new Look, content every week. You can blame it on scheduling all you want, but who doesn't love talking about tropes? Because exactly. Because tropes are one of my all-time favorite things. And I don't understand people who poo-poo. It's like, oh my God, that's so tropey. I'm like, oh, that story is such a trope. I'm like, yes, it is. That's what I have been looking for. That's you what know what love. we should start with, though? We should start with this, like, putting out this myth that tropes are a bad thing because every freaking story... I mean, we've seen that graph. I wish I had. I knew where it was. Let me... Oh, I think it's on my Facebook. I'm going to pull it up. Most stories... All stories fall into these. Isn't it, like, isn't it like one of seven categories? Yeah, it's nine. And I have it. Yeah. I just posted it on my Facebook and I'm going to bring it up because, so to say things are way too tropey, well, everything is a trope if you boil it down <laughs> far enough. Noth- 
There is nothing new under the sun. Human beings have been wanting to tell the same stories over and over again because we like it. It's comforting. It gives us a roadmap as to where we think we're going and where we think the story is going. And it helps us bring context into what is otherwise a completely and utterly random existence. Exactly. So let's talk about, really quickly, we'll talk about the conflict in literature. I have this pulled up real quick. Oh, um, there's wow. We're getting three, deep. Yeah. There are three different types Um there's three different modes, I guess, classical, modern, and postmodern. And in the classical, we have the man versus nature, like, you know, storms, everybody, you know, everybody loves a good man versus nature where they're out in the elements and they're facing Mount Everest or a typhoon or... So we've got a guy with a fake Boston accent. There's a hurricane on the horizon. <laughs> And he's got to go out with the Coast Guard and he's got to save people. I have seen that Chris Pine movie. It's a delight. <laughs> See? He, he, he tries with the accent. He, he attempts it. You know, he, he does it. But yes, and you got to save them from the storm. It's versus nature. Nature. Then oh, we have yeah. man. Oops, go ahead. No, I, okay. I forgot the sentence. Okay. Then we have man versus man, uh, which is most stories. You got one dude, you got another dude, they both want something, and it conflicts with each other. All of a Man. sudden, we've got the showdown at the OK Corral. <gasps> a very good example would be Civil War. <laughs> anyway. Wow, we got that in real quick, didn't we? <laughs> well, it was staring yeah, me in the face. Abs absolutely. It would be uh, Man versus Man. One of them is correct, and the other one is Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, you know what, though? <laughs> I really civil war is this one man versus God, you know. Well, wouldn't um, that be Infinity War? Oh, that would be yeah. that would be Infinity War. Anyway, man versus God, or Good oh. Omens. That would good be good omens, man, or yeah, that would be yep. man versus God. Yep. Um, in or modern the Book of Job. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. In modern literature, it's a man versus society. Duck season, rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season. And, uh, <laughs> um, so would that be each time that, like, you're trying to get uh, new housing built and the city is like, bitch, you can't build there. And he's like, no, I totally can because this is, you know, what we should do. Yeah. Right. Or any of the time that we're fighting for civil rights. Aaron Brockovich. Oh, feels yeah. like, yeah. Um. Very topical today, you know. Uh, man versus self, fighting your inner demons. Mm. Mm, Rocky. No, I'm kidding. Man versus no God, meaning man trying to... You know, understand himself in a godless world. What okay. are you if you aren't, aren't spiritual? And then you have the postmodern, which is man versus technology. The Star Trek, yo. Um, I love Star Trek. <laughs> I could do an entire podcast on Star Ooh, Trek. Man versus, man versus reality. That's the Matrix, guys. What is reality? Or Inception? I'm thinking of remaking that. Like, Why? why? And the course, best I, one. I, I also only contend that there's only one movie in that trilogy, and it's the first one. Um, and then the best one, which is really topical for Glee, Man versus Author. <laughs> the Hurt Locker, <laughs> part two, is the man versus the author. <laughs> Kurt and Blaine don't want to be in the elevator, but the author wants Sue, which is us, wanted them there to make out. 
I mean, I feel like that's very uh, appropriate. So those are the basic tropes of literature. And so in fan fiction, we kind of... So then that's a good challenge. Leave yeah. a leave a note on the post if you can think of a story that doesn't fit into one of those nine tropes because I'd yeah. be really curious to see if we can find one. Well, I don't really think we will, but challenge. I mean, there's got to be some kind of abstract stuff that doesn't have plot. I mean, we're talking about basic story structured s- stories. I mean, if I told you a story that was once upon a time, my pillow was on the couch, the cat licked its butt, and the TV turned on. The end. That's that's not a story. That's just things happening. Yeah, that's not a story, so I don't think that it can count. You gotta pick a story that couldn't fall into that. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Anyway, so we've got these tropes. We've got fan fiction. And so we keep coming back to these favorite tropes. And the reason we do is because we just like tell, like, as RB said, so more much more eloquently than I did, we like telling the same stories again. We like the stories, which is fine. It so. helps us make sense in a senseless world. And exactly. so it it's all it's very comforting for humans to be able to guess what's next in a story. And so that's why if you're writing a mystery, the audience should be able by following the clues that you left to infer what the result may be or what the next challenge may be. And people feel very satisfied and they're like, "Oh, I know what's coming on. I I have an idea of what's going." And so when people are like, no, I want to be completely surprised. I don't want anybody to be able to guess anything. Those sorts of stories are really unsatisfying for a reader because they're, com- they're, they're never given a chance to find their footing. And as a reader, you want to be able to find your footing in this world and in the story. Absolutely. And to kind of play off of that, a lot of, you know, a lot of people, we write fan fiction because we know your expectations. Like, hey, you want porn? Well, let's put you in this, you know, here we go. We've got mm-hmm. the porn star and the newbie porn star let, and you know how this is going to go. Absolutely. And your expectations like, okay, I want this. Or slow burn. You know these two idiots are going to fall in love at some point, but how are they going to get there? And you know that they are, but you want to, yeah. So one of my favorite tropes, which is <laughs> absolutely not a surprise to anybody who has ever interacted with me on tumblr or has read any of my stuff or heard me say anything one of my absolute <laughs> favorites is the is is the christmas rom-com and you know you know 100 i am not going into those to be surprised i know that idiot one and idiot two are going to fight in the beginning <laughs> but then they are going to fall in love and there's going to be some sort of snow or santa claus or you know christmas wreath or menorah or winter solstice or something that adds to the Uh ecstatic. But it's going to be idiot one, idiot two, who fight and then realize that they don't actually have an argument and then fall in love at the end. Like, that is 100% the basic story, and I know it's the basic story, and I read it and write it because that's the basic story, and I feel comfort knowing that I am going into something that's going to have a happy ending. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about these tropes. We did a trope, trope tournament, tournament. I'm not reading fan fiction to be challenged. I'm going to be no. very honest. And I'm not watching a lot of made-for-TV movies to be challenged. No. I'm not. <laughs> I'm That's challenged what, enough in my real world, like, things that I have to do every day. She'd like to be, you know, go read David Foster Wallace if you want to be challenged. <laughs> um, I or... want my gin and gummy bears of the fan fiction and Hallmark Christmas movie world. Or um, 
Ulysses by uh, James Joyce. Ulysses? Ulysses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about these trips. We did this trip tournament. How can I say that word? Tournament. 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 We did a trip tournament. A while ago at this point, but we're going to kind of go over some of the results a little bit. Um, not of everything. I mean, I will pull up who won the ultimate. I th- actually, because I there were a lot of y'all who voted. I mean, um, it wasn't it wasn't all just me voting. No, it wasn't. This was <laughs> this was the number one voted in poll that I've ever done, including the episode tournaments. Because tropes are fun. Because they're fun, and everybody can relate to it. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody is around. They read the stuff, and, and everybody has a favorite. Everybody has a favorite. So let's kick this off. And if I can read my tiny little blog. Um, yeah, so. you're, you really need to increase the size of the fonts on your, on your Tumblr feed. You're right. I do. I just am very not tech savvy. I have no idea how to do it. So if anybody switch wants to write your, in and help me. No. <laughs> just well, switch it. Well, I'm not doing that right now. So we're stuck. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so the first couple we've got here are we are caveman and lube is 5,000 years away and this was supposed to be a one night stand and yet here we are still screwing around oh, let's I talk bet. about why we love these um gosh was it the poll the last poll we were talking about when we said the caveman was of the essence of like every single fanfic ever like or any clean fanfic ever were you on that one? We were talking I about that. I wasn't on that one. I Ugh. I don't care for the caveman. Like I understand the appeal of the caveman fanfic. I don't get it. Yeah, like, I said I get, it was. I get it, but I don't. I don't find the joke funny. But that's no. just me. I think it was funny, but I was I was thinking about. Gosh, whatever podcast we were doing that on, has it's how it's distilled every single like trope, every single like conflict of like a lot of fanfic and that just into you know i want to have sex we can't have sex because of thing sad sure <laughs> you guys cavemen but yeah let's talk about you know these au's that take them into different places and weirdo times and like the historical i don't think historical was one of the tropes but we we like which is a shame because man i do love a costume drama we like our historical dramas. We like taking things. But and you know, them- when it comes to claim fanfic, I don't remember seeing, when I was actively reading it, I don't remember seeing a lot of varied historical AUs. A lot of it was like, 19th the, century. A lot, yeah. A lot of it was the Regency romance, but mm. there wasn't a lot of variation when people wanted to do that. And I think because... These characters don't lend themselves to a lot of different no. historical AUs, which is, you know, yeah, makes sense. good or bad. Well, but but yeah, the the most prevalent historical AU was always the Regency romance. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else could you put them in really easily, but I don't think they fit. I think they're such. I don't know. Anyway, right in. What what historical romance could you possibly <laughs> don't know? Okay, but the one that overwhelmingly won, it makes sense. This was supposed to be a one night stand, and yet here we are because it's sex with feelings, guys. Oh yeah, I mean that was that's always always a popular fanfic trope. Sex I with like feelings. It. Oh yeah, I like it too. Mm. 
So, which is why I voted for it. <laughs> we're not gonna have deep discussions. We're just gonna like, because <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's what I need to say about that. All right. So, shall I read the next one? Yeah, you can read the next one. So, our two choices for the next one was insert sci-fi twist here, aka clones, time travel, aliens, etc. Or Kirk stayed at gay Hogwarts, and because they were all gay, it was quite the orgy. So, sci-fi is definitely a popular one, and something that I love, just because I am a Star Trek fan, and I was in Stargate fandom for a long time, Star Wars has never been my thing, but, like, hands down Star Trek, all of them, Um, so definitely love the sci-fi twist thing, and... Um, the cursing at gay Hogwarts is 100% a very specific glee trope, but I think that it speaks to the larger trope that some, um, some people like to explore of the everyone is gay trope, especially because those sorts of like non-cis, non-straight, um, varying questioning, uh, sexualities are not represented in mainstream literature or in mm-hmm. mainstream media. And so yeah. I think that the, for lack of a better term, the everyone is gay trope is really popular in fanfic and something that I also enjoy reading. Oh yeah. That makes total sense. It's about split, which makes sense. Um, the, well, they're two really solid ones. The sci-fi one I want to throw out, like this kind of includes, did I put the pollen fic later? Cause like the, I was thinking alien and for some reason the, alien tentacle sex thing is always think, like a, I think that was I think that was that a later. specific okay one. um but, but I like know. putting but putting characters on a on a spaceship or in a highly future time period or when See, one of them is a cyborg I love I mean one of travel. one of my all-time favorite glee fix is falls into the sci-fi category which one is that um so it was one by inky stars and it was uh, Kurt was Blaine was doing a whole major Tom out in space, and hmm. Kurt was an alien, and then they captured him, and then Blaine helped set him free, and it was amazing. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so there's, um, I you know I don't see I never saw a lot of time travel, but I love time travel. There wasn't um, a lot of time travel, which is really sad. Like, where are my Lee and Back Doctor to the Future cross? I'm thinking like that Back to the Future, like you know. You have to go back and 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 like make sure the thing happens so that the and keep other him things bonking happen. Your mom, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, I want them to travel with the doctor. Oh, that was a I don't very unenthusiastic. I've never. Point. I've seen two episodes of Doctor Who. I was not oh really that impressed. God. And oh my god! You need to watch thirteen. She's amazing. I believe you. <laughs> No. Anyway, but yeah, the, I also think with the the Hogwarts stuff or with the Dalton stuff, everybody loved Dalton. There was so yeah, many stories Dalton. about Dalton. I love I love Dalton so much. Dalton, Dalton, Dalton. Kurt okay. Should have stayed at Dalton. <laughs> um. Okay. So I will read the next ones. We've got okay. I have amnesia and woke up to this handsome. Oh yeah, handsome stranger calling me. We got to talk about memes about this. Handsome stranger so calling bas- me husband. So basically, the while you were sleeping, AUs. And you're my young, hot college professor. Don't worry, I'm legal. So basically, half of what's on Pornhub, AUs. Yeah. 
Well, and okay, so let's talk about the meme first, because this isn't so much of the trope as it's a meme, um, because we all saw that video of the guy who woke up from his thing, and he saw his wife, and it was like, oh my god, she's so hot, can I marry her, can I touch, talk to her, and it's so funny, because it's actual, his actual wife, and so it's like, yeah, we find something that's entertaining in another medium, or if it's a meme or something, and we kind of apply it to our fix, because it's entertaining to explore the characters in that specific yeah, way. Yeah, I, I had never seen that video. I don't know what you're talking about. It's You've it's not while, seen it's, that video? No, it's while you were sleeping to me. That's, a, that's what I think of when I when I see that. Well, yeah, that makes sense. But it's also, it's a real video of this guy who wakes I up. You. And oh, but there's also wife. a really solid Hallmark Christmas movie that has the same plot line. I'm not surprised. The, <laughs> the girl is a bookstore employee. And he has a cute dog. Wow. <laughs> well, that's special. Uh, you, I don't care what you think. It's delightful. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. And then the, um, okay, the student teacher. I mean, <sighs> that's just such a great way to lead into so many different types of sex. Yeah, I'm going to. So many. Not say much about it personally, but okay. Really? Because I love it. So great. Mm. So All shall right. I do the next one? Yeah. Okay. So one, we are super cute kiddos. And two, wait, what is this hot single dad doing at this PTA meeting? I thought I was the only hot single dad here. Again, we go from... Uh, Things that are very popular in a variety. So the the kid fic version is very popular across different AUs. And oh, the yeah. hot single dad, another hot single dad, really leads into the other half of Pornhub stuff. Yeah, it's true. It does. Uh, the funny part about the cute kiddos thing is the that it's, I mean, technically the kids are already kids, but they, they bring them down to like little elementary stuff. And it's, you know, yeah. usually G-rated fluffy fic. Um but I, it's so funny because, like, even in popular media, like, there is, um, like, with the X-Men comic books that I read, there's always X-Babies. They're always doing these, like, here are the X-Men, but they're babies. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, it's a thing that happens. I mean, a lot of these happen in regular literature I mean, anyway. It's but. fun. I mean, I've written with Curtin Blaine as kids before. It wasn't Oh, good, yeah. There's some but great. It was, it was darling. But then again, I think that kid voices are really hard to write. That's really true. hard because really a lot of the time it sounds really fake like oh my, like i don't well, know well they they want them to be um smarter Cutesy. and more astute and more mm, articulate yeah. than a normal six-year-old would be yeah or true. they want them to be Brittany, who is yeah. as a high schooler about as verbal as a six-year-old yeah yeah um but yeah they could bonk in the pca um, but I also, so one of the things that I, I'm not a big fan of Clayne has kids, like that's yeah. just not my jam. And so with them being in the PTA, that means that they have kids, like they could bonk in a doctor's office. They could bonk in a grocery store. There's quite a few though. I mean, I there can... are a lot of places where I would like for them to bonk. <laughs> there's, there's quite a few out there though of like. There's one in particular, one of the first clean fix I ever read years and years and years ago was actually one where they each had kids, and but they were younger kids, and then they met through their their kids, but that, 
I, I feel like I read that on Scarves and Coffee, like probably, back in the day. but there was it was really a long time ago, and yeah, way back in the day, yeah, like a decade ago, like a decade. Okay, it wasn't a decade ago, but are you sure? It was close. Well, because I'm playing with it around <laughs> a decade ago. Anyway, for those of you keeping score, the PTA meeting thing won. Um, all right, is it my turn or your turn? My yeah, turn. It's your turn. This is funny. Okay. We have. We have to pretend to be dating because serious situation. That's okay. We're totally won't fall in love and bang. <laughs> or Niata is a scam school. Which is not a trope. That's just canon. Like, it's 100% a scam school. It's not a real school. It's mm-hmm. not. There's no way it can be a real school. It's not. It's not. Well... Um, of course, fake but dating. I, but God, I love a fake dating fic. Which oh I believe... my God, how much do I love a fake dating fic? I know this is a real shock to people, but I love a fake dating fic. I would have to, um, I believe, fake dating won the whole thing. It did. It did. And mm-hmm. rightfully so. Yep, we did. That because won. fake won. dating. Fake oh dating. God, so, there are so many things you can do with fake dating. So many things. Like my pair, there's this wedding of my best friend from high school, and they and I made up a person, so you need to be that person. Or my parents won't get off my back, so we're going to pretend to be uh, together. Or I just broke up with my boyfriend, and they thought that they were going to meet him, so I'm going to kidnap this person from this diner that I work at and hold them hostage and make them pretend to be my boyfriend so that my parents will get off their back. And the reason he can't get out is because we're going to this cabin in the middle of the woods and my mom takes everybody's cell phone. And even though he tries to escape, he can't get anywhere. (gasps) Wow, that was intense. So it's the plot of one of my favorite Christmas movies. It comes on ABC Family or whatever (laughs) it's called now. It's called Holiday in Handcuffs. Oh and it stars, it stars Clarissa Explains It All and A.C. Um, Slater. Wow. It's wonderful. It's so great. And it's on Hulu. If anybody wants to watch it, it's called Holiday in Handcuffs. It's on Hulu. Um, so this, this particular podcast so is brought awesome. to you by the Hallmark <laughs> Channel. <laughs> so I really like that trope. I really like that You know what is not on here that I didn't realize until after we were kind of done with the podcast that I didn't put on? The inverse of the fake dating. We are actually together, but we have to pretend we're not. Because that one's not as fun. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like the we're we're pretending to date and then we actually fall in love. Because the we're dating, but we have to pretend we're not doesn't leave them anywhere to go. But usually they're not like long stories. Well, yeah, the fake dating can be a long story, whereas the inverse is kind of this short, like fun little game. But where do they go with that? Like, there's nowhere to go with that other than people being like, oh, my God, you're actually dating. Yeah, we are. The end. Like, that's such a letdown. But with fake dating, you can be like, no, we're totally, this is totally platonic. This is a monetary exchange. This is, I've kidnapped you. And then all of a sudden they fall in love. And so by the end of it, they have fallen in love and they have gotten somewhere and it's no longer fake. They have moved. It has, there was, there was an end point. See, but mine is the, um, the, the, the inverse, I just more of the angst. Like we, we, we can't declare our love for each other because, of circumstances, even though we but are. where does that go by the end? 
I don't, I, you know what? At some point, there is. They get to be together. And but they're de- already together. They have made. They have come full circle, and it's not like there was yeah. a big journey. There's no journey. A circular journey is still a journey. It's not a journey. <laughs> you know what? I will not stop believing in that journey. Okay. A roundabout is not a journey. <laughs> it is. Uh, we go around the sun every year. That's a journey. What the fuck are you talking about? This is not a story, Jerry. Oh my god, it's a year in the lake and nothing changed. Oh my god. I'm just gonna drink more gin because I need that to get through this. Oh my god, let's move to the next one. <laughs> okay. So the next one uh, is, my background has been horrible and I've been a slave slash homeless, etc. All the hurt comfort. And number two, which I'm so sad didn't win because it's one yeah. of my favorites is we're super cute old people. But then I, again, I'm also not big on angst. So I'm not, I, I the, like the background the, has been horrible is pretty much angst. And I'm like, that's yeah. not really my jam, but we're super cute old people, especially because again, to the surprise of nobody, I am super into Steve Rogers and Captain America and Peggy Carter. And so by the end of Endgame, when he is super cute and old and lived a wonderful life and was totally married to Peggy and they got to have their dance and their life that they lived and they got to grow old together, like I am super into it. Oh my God. (laughs) So into it. Um, What kind of gummies are those? (laughs) Sugar filled. Sugar filled. Like I am right now a six year old on a bender in a candy store. <laughs> so so we've, here's my... we've got sugar and I've got gin, which has sugar in the tonic. So oh my yeah. goodness. So I prefer the super old people too, super cute old people too. I but I, I get depressing with it, like the end of your life type depressing. Um oh my now... god, that's so such a downer. I know. Like I prefer I, the weird. you know, we're celebrating our golden anniversary and we've yeah. been together sixty years and it's so cute and yeah, no. Yeah. Now I, get, I, do, <sighs> I will say about the other one, it is a super the hurt comfort it's is so super incredibly popular. popular. So I, I don't popular. I can I don't read those. I just don't even though like I'm sick and take care of me. I it's not I think maybe just <laughs> my love language is not giving things to people. I just no. <laughs> so the only hurt comfort that I enjoy, I enjoy so, and it's, it's very specific and I don't know where this came from, but this was also a, a scenario that I played with my Barbies back in the day was there's been a natural disaster and one party is injured and the other party has to help them who they had previously said that they didn't like them, but then they had to help them because they both need to survive and then they form a bond. So that's like my favorite hurt comfort. And 100%, it was something that I played with my Barbies. My siblings got very angry with me because they were like, we don't want there to be a hurricane. I'm like, there's a hurricane and everything is down. Oh my God. That's a little, they're, I feel like that's a little like, different though. School. I'm like, no, there's a school, but it was hit by a tornado quake. <laughs> yeah, you so were a very intense child, weren't you? Um, so if anybody has seen the episode of Parks and Rec where uh, they have the disaster management and oh, Jeremy Jam is trying to ruin Leslie's fundraiser, and so Leslie's like, "Let's just hit it with everything so that we can kill everybody off," and it's like it's hit by a tornado quake. Like that's what I was as a child. Yeah. 
That's not to get too crazy. There's a lot of love, and this I find a lot of this in literature too, that I just don't like. It's the I have I have abusive background, like bad things yeah. have happened to my background, well, and this other well, person is gonna part of the. It's not something that I enjoy, but I think part of the appeal of it is the triumph over these hardships, and okay. so. There are a lot of people who have had these sorts of horrible backgrounds and they have triumphed. And I think that there is a real catharsis by reading fictional characters who have overcome these horrible backgrounds to become the people that they want to be, to be successful, to be loved. And I think that that is one way that people can see themselves as also worthy of love. And so I think that 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 that's why a lot of people are drawn to it. And I think that that's uh, a wonderful thing that literature can do. That's making, yeah, that's, I mean, it's great. I, and I think it's all valid. I just, because I don't enjoy it and find it depressing. Um, I think a lot of people do find a lot of value in it. And there you go. Um, but let's move on. I think it's your turn to talk. Okay. So Elliot is lonely and Sam wants to experiment, experiment three sometime, or it's a bird. It's a plane. It's a superhero. Who's going to fail at keeping their identity secret. I'm really surprised that the threesome didn't do better. Like it got a quarter of the vote. Yeah, but, and I, but you know I why? Do love a superhero. I think it's because of of all the other ghosts and gray. I think if that hadn't been such a big splash in the fandom, the well, threesome stuff may have gotten. Well, you're also going through it in the podcast, so it's fresh. Yeah, in a lot of everybody's minds. minds. Yeah, um, and also the popularity of. Marvel right now and so mm-hmm. I know that one of the things that was really popular back in the day that I would love to see a resurgent of is the Blaine Stark thing <laughs> um, just because why not because you know Tony Stark is amazing and the best and who better oh, yeah. bless your heart you're mm-hmm. wrong but bless your heart oh, uh, but, well. I think, but I think that superheroes are incredibly popular just in right just in, in everyday conversation now. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that wins out. And it's... Well, it's you know, it's but, also but I do enjoy though. a threesome. I think... Um, oh, we'll talk about threesomes in a second. Um, I mean, <laughs> Marvel does have one of my favorite threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the superhero stuff, I also think it's fascinating. And this obviously doesn't take... You know, this isn't Two really Glee related. Threesomes. Three of my favorite threesomes. Yeah, hmm. sorry. I'll put a pin in that <laughs> for a second. Um, that um, opposite, like you take these superheroes and you make them like high school students, or you make, you know, you take these, you know, who, whatever your Star Trek characters and you make them high school students. Like, I feel like there's mm-hmm. a, that's a big thing too, where you make, you know, these well, extraordinary think, well, think, people. Well, I think that there's always a desire to put people into situations that they don't see in canon. So it's really right. fun to do for Star Trek characters to do a modern high school AU. Yeah. Or for um, the Avengers to be in a high school AU. And so alternatively, it's really fun to put Glee characters, which are canonically high school, even though they look like they're 42, <laughs> um, to put them into a superhero situation. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, let's talk about threesomes. Um, I mean, you got, you know, you know, it's kind of funny because this goes into, you, you get the divides in fandom with this because you get the people who are like only ship plane. They can't do any kind of, you know, mm-hmm. it's just curtain plane. But then you get the people who are like, well, I like Sam 
And I really want to see Sam have sex with both of them, or you know, Blaine. But yeah. I'll just throw in. I don't want to. I don't want to disrupt Clay. Sam would be a very generous lover and yeah. very confused at a lot of things, but willing to learn. Yeah. Well, and likewise, Elliot, I think, would be adventurous. I mean, I think so, he's also just attractive, and so there's that too. I mean, and why the have boy who's coming into your apartment? Why have two penises when you can have three? Um, exactly. Anyway, what what are all of these? I know one of your threesomes. So they're all in in the MCU, but my all time favorite is. Steve and Peggy and Bucky. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's when I knew. I just, I just, I just want these two very attractive boys to worship Peggy the way that she deserves. Um, the, the second one is Steve, Natasha, and Bucky because, again, she deserves uh, to be sense. worshipped the way yeah. that she deserves. And then third would be Steve, Sam, and Bucky. So basically, I just hmm. think that Steve and Bucky should have a third to like stick in the middle of the sandwich. Yeah, why not be Peggy? I can get on board with that. I am one. Oh God, have like Steve what about? And then Steve and Peggy and Bucky because they all deserve to be happy, and she deserves to be worshipped in the ways that these two boys could make it. Could happy you for do them. Steve and Peggy and Natasha? I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now the next one. I'm glad you're reading this because I remember I did this on purpose. <laughs> Oh, right. So the next one should be <clears throat> the thick includes Cooper for no discernible reason, just for the sexy. And oh my God, it's Christmas. So I am heartbroken <laughs> that you put these two together. I know you did it on purpose because you're a horrible person. Um, and I am also heartbroken that oh my God, it's Christmas only got a third of the vote. But, but. Oh my God, it's Christmas is really easy to pair with any of the other tropes. Like they could be having a threesome, but it's at Christmas. <laughs> or like Cooper could be space. in it. You could, you could include it. Look, I mean, the Christmas fic that I wrote a couple of years ago for Clay Advent was 100% Christmas and Cooper. Oh, I mean, oh. it could, they could be on the Star Trek Enterprise and it's Christmas. So, like, you can pair it with almost anything. Uh, but, yeah, Cooper won with two-thirds of the vote because Cooper is beloved, and Cooper should have been in more than one episode. Um, but I am question, so though. That, oh, my God, it's Christmas. Did not did not go further. Um, shoot. I lost my question. Was it about Cooper? Yeah, it was about Cooper. Was it about the fact that he should be in more than one episode? Was it? The, about the fact that he no. made more of an impact than uh, all of oh, the project winners combined. So, what is my Christmas pick about? The one that you promised me <laughs> for Christmas. Look, it's going to come I at some Christmas. 2024. <laughs> it's going to come at some Christmas. <laughs> It'll be a surprise. Surprise! Um, I do think, well, just take a second and talk about a trope that I did not put on here because it personally squicks me out, but it is prevalent in every fandom, I think. Um, the incest fic. Mm. Because it does, it yeah. does, I mean, and, and, and Blaine were big ones. Side, I mean, I, I do enjoy a good Anderson's fic. I do. And it's because they're both attractive and I have no shame. Why do you think it's such a popular thing, though? 
because they're both attractive and I have to change. All right. Well, then explain. Like, what, I'm, no, like what? Like one hundred percent. I think that that's. No, no, no I'm going to go a different way with it. If you go to Kurt Hummel's top, the most hits out of everything that's tagged with Kurt Hummel, mm-hmm. it is an incest fic with him and Bert. Sure. I'm like, wh- why? I don't know. Um, I think that there is a forbidden aspect of it. I think that a, I think that one of the great things about fanfic is that it allows people to explore um, venues that they wouldn't explore uh, in real life, and mm-hmm. that is when written in mainstream fiction, if written at all, mm-hmm. is written in a very exploitative manner. So Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, was talking in an interview when they were, uh, he was saying that the reason that he writes a lot of things is because, you know, he wants to find out what it's like to, to live all of those different lives because you can only live one life, but when you write and when you perform, you can live so many different lives. And they were talking about, you know, um, him writing Hamilton. And he was saying, you know, one of the things that I really enjoy, you know, I'm, I'm not going to cheat on my wife. But mm-hmm. when I when I get to write about Hamilton cheating on Eliza with Mariah Reynolds, I get to experience that life that I'm never going to live myself. And as a creative person, that that inspires me and it gives me a chance to live something that I wouldn't normally get to do. And so that I think that, especially with things that squick a lot of people, you know, the incest fic, the rape, the rape. fic, yeah. um, uh, when we're talking about things like the MCU, when you're talking about uh, like Hydra trash party, there are a lot of things like yeah. that, that for a lot of people, it squints a lot of people. And, but for the author and for people who want to read that, it gives them a way to experience those sorts of things without experiencing it as a person. Right. I also want to take the moment to say, on, on, in addition to what you are saying, that is why I think it's important not to like, how do I put this? It is. Oh, sorry. I'm just like censorship really is bullshit. Write what you want to write. Read what you yeah. want to read, but don't prevent other people from doing it. Yes, so I just burped in the middle of that. Though. That's why. I'm... <laughs> so that's one of the. That's one of the things. Like I, as an old fandom person myself, I love the term squick mm-hmm. because it is a completely um, value neutral statement. Uh, so when. For those of you who are fandom young and who were not around at the time when Squick was in common fanfic parlance, it basically means this is something that makes me uncomfortable, but it's not something that you shouldn't read. So it's completely value neutral. It's not saying this is terrible and nobody should ever read it or write it. It's this is terrible for me, so I stay away from it. And so I think that bringing back terms like that are really helpful because there's in the current fandom discourse, there's a lot of, this is terrible, and so you should never read it because, oh my god, think of the children. And it's like, no, fuck you, we're not going to do that. Read what you want to read, write what you want to write, and live and let live. But that's why things like AO3 are so great, because of the tagging system and because of the rating system. You go in knowing what you're going to get, because Mm -hmm. people as a whole are really good about tagging things correctly because they want people who want to read it to be able to find it and they want people who want to stay away from it to be able to stay away from it and so i i love the fact that we're trying to bring squick back because that's a that's a solid thing especially like for things term, yeah. like 
especially for things like incest fic, which for a lot of people is a big squick. And for uh, another significant number of people, it's something that they find hot. So yeah. live and let live. Exactly. I, I love seeing I love seeing Cooper bone anything and everything. <laughs> so there like, you go. Matt Bomer is hot. I I'm gonna let him bone anything. I but I love I think one of my favorite things about doing this podcast and having these conversations with you is the fact that we can have this conversation about you know what is the author's responsibility why do we write stories have these very deep and meaningful conversations and then you top it off with cooper boating everything it just (laughs) it is a highlight sums up (laughs) the podcast yeah it does absolutely at at christmas um i christmas i would say i'm sorry but i feel like i'm totally not sorry about that you're not sorry Oh, not sorry enough. Okay. Um, okay. So the next one I feel like is the, is the biggest blowout in the, in the list. Yeah. Because nobody really wants the first one. Um, the first one is nobody wants it, but it's a really interesting thing to explore. And I do think people did explore it. Uh, so Bert died. Things got sad or generic, sad, sad thing happened sad or we broke up a long time ago but now you're in my life again and we're both single which i i I actually like it it lends itself to the porn which is why it's incredibly popular again one of my very first why do i remember the well you always remember the first um you always remember one of the first ones that i ever read again was a you know curtain blade i think this is also a way for to explore them breaking up but in a having a a happy ending i mean you can there are a lot of fix out there that break up but then they get back together and then you don't have that like finality of like and you can still explore the downsides and bad sides of their relationship absolutely Um, but I, I don't know. I like the whole. I, but I like stories where people are not their first loves and live happily ever after. I like, I like. I agree you with know, you. I older. Agree with you. I'm not. I. That's one of the one of the things that I like the least about a lot of Glee fix mm-hmm. is the I married my high school boyfriend because yeah, a lot of times. Well, and all I just, of that. Like that's just, just not my jam. It's just not no. my jam. Um, and so. It frustrates me with canon. I'm like, oh my god. No, but the bird died. Things got sad. Thing. It is another one of those hurt comfort that a lot of the you know this tragedy happened in my life. I need somebody to hold on to, mm-hmm. and I think that goes along to what we were saying before in one of the earlier ones. So, all right. Um, so my turn next- or your turn. Your turn. I think it's my turn. No, uh, so the next yeah. one is pretty much a 50-50 split. Like, it's pretty close. So the first one that won is, oh, my God, they were soulmates. And the second one that just narrowly lost was, how am I, a Cheerio, supposed to deal with the fact that you, a skank, are so attractive? And so we're using very specific terms, but it's one of those, like, very Bad boy, tropes. good boy. We're, we're in two different cliques. We're in two different circles. How are we supposed to get along? Which, I mean, who among us has not seen Greece? Come on. See, um, I didn't like Greece. I don't like Oh, this. no, I don't, I don't like Greece either, but it's a very common. It is. But, and, and it's really common in, in high school fix. Like, it is. And like, a lot of people. This person is a band geek, and this person is, you know, a jock. How are they ever going to get together? It's the opposite of track-ish in a yeah. high school setting in some Absolutely. ways. Absolutely. 
Um, the soulmates, though, I want to remind everybody that I did write a story about soulmates that where Kurt gets drunk and tells a story. And if you have not heard RB tell the story, do an <laughs> audio reading of it. You are missing out. I did a solid, Go back solid podcast. And listen, it was amazing. Uh, soulmates, though, are popular. Again, if anybody has any desire for me to do podfic of their fic, I... I enjoy doing. Pop Will you read the one where Blaine dies at the end? Sure, I'll read that. No, you won't. I won't. Anyway, no, you don't. <laughs> I will. I like. I will look through your stuff though. I see. will do podcast podfic for almost anything. <gasps> I will keep that in mind though. Yeah, I may. I may take you up on that. Absolutely. Okay, so, um, soulmates. Soulmates are popular. So I'm actually a little surprised that this is as close to this. I, I mean, I get the Cheerio and Skank thing, but um, no, I t- I totally understand why they're why they're pretty much neck and neck because those are two really, really popular and really common across not just Glee but across mm-hmm. multiple fandoms. And so, I, I think that yeah, they're neck and neck, and that doesn't surprise me. Unlike the other one, the, the, the next one was pretty, uh, was a quarter and 75%. Which is understandable because of what it, well, I'll, I'll get into it. Okay. Yeah. So the one that won was Canada didn't show us all the kinky sex. Here it is versus vampires, like, is werewolves, really, and fairies. Is that really a trope? Like, because. It, yeah. Is sex, is sex really a, is sex really a trope? Oh, PWP. So you were going with canon, oh, yeah. So you were going with canon compliance, but added yeah, sex. Exactly. Okay. So I didn't but get more that from, like, the, from the wording of the question, which is why no. I was confused going, this isn't a trope. It's just porn. No, it's. Which, um, if you guys see the only thing I think about is the internet is for porn. The internet is for porn. You lie awake and blow your heart for porn, porn, porn. Um, uh, well, I think, think the internet was porn, 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 porn. So I think like I think of like The Office or Parks and Rec or whatever, where they're like those mockumentaries, mm-hmm. and they don't see a lot of the maybe, you know, I don't know. I mean, right. yeah, obviously there's a lot of stuff in Glee and they don't show, but like, um, right. So like, if we were they just saying baby is cold outside and they're looking at each other, and then all of a sudden Will walks in for some reason because why would they let him onto a closed campus in the middle of Christmas break? Like I don't know. But they get rid of him, and then they go back to their dorm, and they bone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised. Now, I will say, and I think this was, I mean, I think it's always been a thing, um, but I think Twilight kind of brought it up in the open, was the vampires were, because you've got, like, with Anne Rice, Um, we've been doing that for ages, and... It's been around a lot. Oh yeah, just but Twilight. I feel like, like I don't. Twilight I don't think that. Out. I don't think that Twilight did anything to increase or decrease it. I think it was just uh, something in popular fandom. But yeah, but, no, it's been but around Anne, forever. But Anne Rice was doing yeah. that and way people were in trouble ago. for it for a very long time. Exactly. I mean. Dracula has been going on. Oh, yeah. Long, long time. Dracula is um, a very sexualized mythological creature. I mean, um, also, I'm going to give a sex- shout out. Sexy vampires have been around for a very long time. Yeah. I don't really get it myself, but that's okay. That's okay. Oh, I do. Mm. Oh, I do. I know. But I mean, you even got, if you guys ever, what is the guy's name? That's I, It just cracks me up. Chuck Tingle is the writer's name. Oh, Always yeah. Writes- Pounded in the butt by my own, like, A-level. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. He does the dinosaurs. 
it's there. Look, it's very he is, prevalent. He is doing God's work. He's there. It's also, I think, bigger in. I see it more in published romance novels than I do in fanfic. And maybe that's because there is such a market in published uh, yeah. work for people to be able to explore that they don't feel like they need to do in the fanfic. I think I don't they know, can but, also get away the, with stuff. But the werewolf thing was really popular in fanfic because of um, pornfic that included nodding and ABO mm. dynamics. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, yeah. we're going to get to the animal stuff in a minute, but um, yeah. Now, I want to just shout out to Snarky Hag, who loves vampires, and she totally probably voted for vampires. And anytime I can do a shout out to Snarky Hag, I will. So, I mean, I voted for vampires. Mm, I canon, but you know me, I like canon stuff. You do like canon, and I'm like, fuck canon, just toss it out the window. <laughs> All right, um, so let's go on. And again, I'm not surprised. Uh, yes, I am actually surprised about this one a little bit because the second one is, oh, that one won? What? Yeah. Interesting. I voted for Interesting. It. Okay, we've got on the bottom. Uh, <laughs> I miss, <laughs> it is, it's actually on the bottom. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> on the bottom. So this is the one that's on the bottom. Um, and, and lost, actually. I'm a sub looking desperately for a dom. And then the one that won were bitchy models with snarky one-liners as we crossed the one runway. Which is interesting because I thought SM BD, BDSM would. So I definitely voted for a bitchy models just because I, it makes me think of Ugly Betty. And I loved Ugly Betty. It's <laughs> um, so specific. I am. Um... Also, like, the Devil Wears Prada and, you know, things like that. Um, I think it and I'm fits. Not, I'm not big into BDSM sex. Like, it's not my jam. Yeah. So. But that's very popular in every... Abs- oh, God, it's so... It's the, the dominant sub stuff. Is, and I think it's a thing Again, where... Again, I think it's um, people being able to explore mm-hmm. things that they may not have in their Absolutely. everyday life. And they're able to explore it in a safe environment. Like, um, I would never want in my real life to be thrown up against a wall without somebody you know telling me what's going on mm-hmm. but in effect like i totally get that because you're in a safe environment where you know the outcome is this person cares about you at the same time i think that there is and i'm not i'm not talking about fic i'm talking about when you look at things that are published like 50 shades of gray that's which is published fic Yeah, it is. It's It's fanfic. But it's also, I mean, I think it's one thing to explore some of the stuff in fic, but when you get into, I feel like you have a responsibility a little bit more when you get into published fic. I don't know. I just. But I mean, but that goes into the, what is the mm, responsibility of the author? It's not. I mean, the author is going to make money. I just, I I mean. But but it's not even about making money. Is the responsibility to tell an engaging story or is the responsibility to correctly teach a reader how to do these things in real life. And so I think that there's a very valid debate between that. I Mm -hmm. personally fall on the side of the duty of the author is to tell an engaging story. Yeah. Um, But I can, I can understand why people would argue the other way. Uh, And I don't necessarily think that the author needs to be. Hmm. How do I put this? Because I, yeah, I don't think the author is responsible for, uh, I do think it's your own personal responsibility, though, to under, you know, not to, 
I just think Fifty Shades of Grey is a shitty piece of fiction. Um, and that's where I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it just is. It's just a piece of shit. Whatever. So why don't we move and on it has to the next nothing one. to do with it, it really it's, per, it's it becomes about personal opinion and other things. So anyway, things are way more interesting. So why don't we move on to the next one which uh was tentacle porn because tentacles and i totally thought i was texting my bff but put in the wrong number and got you and so tentacle porn was basically destroyed only getting 15 percent of the vote because uh, yeah okay so uh i haven't done a nice long rant before or it before in a long time is what i meant Ooh, to say should I, mean, I, should I should i pour more gin for this rant? yes you can i don't think you're going to be all that affected by it but i will uh, are you oh, sure? because I know where you're going with it, and I agree with you. Oh, okay. Um, there is a fic out there. You guys know the name of it. I'm not going to say it. I have no ill will towards the author. I bet they're a delightful person. I wish them all the happiness and wonderfulness in the world. I hate this fic. I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, and if you're wondering why... It is, you know, it, it's now the the whole idea between texts and emails and letters and what I actually don't mind that that structure. Um, however, people seem to think this is the most brilliant idea that has ever created fanfic ideas, and I just think it's, it's such a stupid fic, and I hate it. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I'm so sorry, and I know a lot of people. I'm often very vague about it. Um, and, um, but no, it, part of it's the beginning because people like quote those first two lines and it's so stupid. It's about dog poop. Like my dog poops somewhere. I'm like, why? That's gross. That's just, ew. It's not funny. It's just gross. And then the end of it just kind of stunk because it just doesn't get itself out of it. It keeps up with the whole email thing, even after your characters are obviously meeting with each other. So it doesn't work. And, but I think I just have always had this like, kickback against things that are super popular when I'm not like as into it. And, and so when I see it gets a lot, I just am a horrible person and I'm just like, this is stupid. I hate it. That's how I feel. I don't know how you feel. I just really like tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I, I'm not anti, you know, this one thing. Yeah. I'm pro tentacles. And I think it's, <laughs> There are two types of people in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would like to talk on the pro tentacle side. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy it the same way that I enjoy sci-fi in general. And Actually, I, I like enjoy porn, porn in too. general. It's just and entertaining. Enjoy, um, one of the reasons that I like the threesome fixes that I like is because somebody is getting worshipped by more than one penis or more than yeah. two hands and so it is it's extra sensory yeah and so with tentacle fic obviously like quite often it's like multiple tentacles and it's one person getting worshipped in a number of ways and so i'm yeah pro tentacle i actually agree with you on that so i'm just <laughs> both i guess but um yeah, there's some good tentacle fic out there. I I want to shout also, out. Also, it usually goes with with uh, sex pollen too, which yeah, is another one of my stuff. favorite trips. Like I I love a sex pollen trip. <laughs> I, I love have, it so much. I have to say, when I went to visit Washington D.C. and we went to whatever museum that giant. I am hmm? very confused as to where you're going with sex pollen in D.C. <laughs> with tentacles. 
With tentacles. Okay, where are you going with tentacles? There is a museum in Washington, D.C. that has a giant squid in it. And credit the The Smithsonian's Natural Natural History Museum. Probably. I don't remember which one you went to. Anyway, and I I, uh, shout out the 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 whale. When I went there with with my dear Multicorn, shout out to her. Um, she took me to the museum and we saw the squid, and I dared her to write a Kurt giant squid fic, and she did. And I'm sure we can still find it somewhere on the internet. But, I'm gonna um, be honest. I am never going to be able to <laughs> walk through the Smithsonian without thinking of that again. So. Well, I'm glad Dang. that I could do that for you. Yeah, because you went to the Smithsonian and this fic or the the squid came alive. And think of all the things to write about in the Smithsonian. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I if you were to write you. something with Smithsonian, like maybe you should look in the American History Museum and the First Ladies exhibit where they have a lot of the inaugural gowns, and maybe Kurt or Blaine become president, and the other one is the first gentleman, and they put their suit in there in the same place of honor that they had Michelle Obama's dress from the second inauguration in there, which was gorgeous. Okay. But there are many tentacles that in that. There. Look, there can always be tentacles in something. <laughs> Maybe whichever one that won is technically an alien and also has multiple appendages. Mm, my goodness. Okay. Um, and then they do it in the White House. Okay. All right. Sorry. I, I okay. didn't realize that there would not be any reaction to that. So I, I yelled out something that I got excited about. And I'm sure was. I'm, that's not true. Just because I'm not does not mean that there's somebody listening right now to us. I saying, hope somebody. I hope somebody cheer for somebody. If you're President, out there, cheer. President Blaine with tentacles, tentacle fucking <laughs> in the White House. Come on, guys. Bear oh, with man. me. Uh, are they fake dating because Blaine's they're president? Not fake dating. What is? Ooh, they could. It could be a whole the Amer- an American president issue. Okay. <gasps> yes. Um. Anyway, moving on. Um. I guess I think it's my turn. So we've got. I feel like the- Aaron Sorkin would write this, and I am pro this. Would he be? Would if, he have the tentacles? If he got back on the cocaine. Oh, that's true. Okay, we're back. Um, and is it my turn to read or your turn to read? I think um, it's- I'll read. Okay. So our next one is, so it came out to be about a third and two thirds. The winner was welcome to my bakery. Have a cupcake and fall in love with me, which yay. Um, and the one that lost was the Andersons are richer than God and sinful as the devil, which this was another one that was really hard for me because I really enjoyed both of those tropes. I'm not surprised because I could name you a very famous clean fic that's about a bakery. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. But I couldn't with the the second one. Um, I've I've read a number of them that are the Andersons are richer than God and sinful as the devil. At least one of them involved Kurt working for them and having to wear a French maid costume and getting pounded by all the Andersons. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah, um, I really enjoyed that one. It was on Scarves and Coffee, and I wish that I could remember the title of it because I would 100% read it again. Um, but obviously one of those is much sweeter 
and had a famous fic attached. (laughs) So I can understand why it won, but I really enjoy both of those. Mm. Um, I also Also, don't think I was a big fan of the rich Blaine trope back in the day before we knew anything about him. Mm. I don't know if it plays as well now though. Just in today's society, you get this like, Mm, oh no absolutely not but again with fanfic being a opportunity to explore things that i would not like to happen in real life like in real life do i think that billionaires should exist no i absolutely do not and i think that we should guillotine the corrupt corporate class that is destroying our environment however in fanfic Sometimes I just want to see rich people banging in exotic locales. <laughs> okay, so the next one. Also known as Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, which I, I love Bachelor in Paradise. See, I love I don't it so get, much. I've never been into those re- reality shows. Oh, I don't my God. Get it. I, like, I love it so much. And I love the, the original Love Island, which is, it's garbage. Like, good garbage. The U.S. version is not great. They really need to decide whether they're leaning hard into the people are finding love or the, this is a train wreck, you should watch it. Like, they're straddling the line. It's not great. The original British version is much better. Mm. Um, But, and I also love Bachelor in Paradise. See, and I Uh, wonder if... wonderful. This is times when I wonder if how I identify in my sexuality... Or however it's it, it play because the demisexuality like none of these people are hot. They're just people, and I don't get it. Like that may I really like watching train wrecks, and <laughs> so I really like watching people embarrass themselves on reality oh, television. No. Like I love that, and I understand that embarrassment is a squick for a lot of people. It's not for me. So I like to watch these people make really terrible life choices. Mm. I just films. see, and I just think they're terrible people. And yeah, there's no redeeming. Why? What? Waste yeah. your time. With terrible people. Anyway, because it's um, entertaining. I love it that you're like, this is how I feel about this, and I'm like, I agree. But you <laughs> see that as a negative, and I see that as 100% a positive. See, and I, so now stuck in my head is the theme song, which is Almost Paradise. We're knocking on heaven's door. Oh my God. Almost paradise. How could we ask for more? I do also enjoy that there's like nobody over the age of 32 who ever shows up on there. And the well, only people who are in not. the 30s are people who originally showed up on either The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and three previous seasons of Bachelor. Because when you get to probably 30, one season of Bachelor Winter Games that are still on there. When you're in your 20s, it's still a little bit like crazy but by the time you get your 30s you're like this is dumb yeah but on one like i would love to see like a divorcee as the bachelorette and like i have a whole bunch of age appropriate dudes on there who are like i have an actual job and <laughs> sure. i would like to good luck you. with that i know but like i would totally be interested in that like they keep on recycling people like this person was on the bachelorette so they're the new bachelor like i need some fresh blood in there i need I somebody who's not been on the series at how you can all. have this many bachelor and bachelorette series and most of them don't work out why do they keep trying this obviously because people like work. keep watching well okay it's moving incredi- on it's, it has an incredible 
incredibly high watch rate because people like garbage. I am not looking for great literature when I am watching The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or The Bachelor in Paradise, which is what's airing currently. I'm not looking for great literature. I am looking to be entertained. Like, I am looking at the Coliseum going, fight the lions, entertain me. Yeah. See, I'm not entertained by that. But anyway, that's just me. We all know I'm weird. Different okay. strokes for different folks. Okay. So Everyone then... has different opinions. <laughs> um, the next one is, uh, this is kind of a 60-30 split. Yeah. Um, Canon did show us this, but clearly thought processes need to be explored in detail. Verse, which one? Versus, I totally think I'm straight, except when I think of you. And I get which this. is the one that I voted for. Well, that makes sense. You don't like Canon stuff. Um, Canon is fine i just have a much looser relationship with canon than you do i also i will say with this i i mean i like my clan clanon canon compliant is what i wanted to say um but is that the new portmanteau for clean canon is it clanon that's horrible um i do not like when and it's okay if you want to explore this i'm not saying it's wrong but i do not like when somebody takes a scene that's in canon and does it in fic like we've already we've seen it i don't need you to put your thoughts of how i felt (laughs) it. i just want somebody to be surprised by the penis so i Um, I like i totally think i'm straight i will say there's a lot of really good clean fix with that. Like, and it's usually Blaine who thinks he's straight because clearly. Um, and look, the one where he was trying to date Rachel because he thought he might be straight is hilarious. To you me. mean blame it on the alcohol? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Hi, oh, hilarious man. Exactly. Hi, hilarious. So I, I get it. I get it. That's her. Yeah, that gets it. Okay, your turn. So the next one, which is another one of the 60-40 splits, is Blaine and Rachel are siblings. Doesn't change much, but there it is. And the one that won is canon stupid. Let's fix it. (laughs) Which I obviously voted for. Although I do enjoy a good Annerberry fic. I think that's one of the ones when I started, because you made the original list. I did make the original list. I added stuff and I started (laughs) hearing things in your voice and the canon stupid let's fix it I heard in your voice. I remember writing that. Absolutely. Um, Which I I am a big fan of using canon as very general driving directions and then Mm -hmm. taking a left turn as soon as possible off of the direction. I think this is a good chance to plug our fic that we're writing because it's totally that um, uh yeah so basically waiting for if this you moment. want a chance if you want a chance to see space orphan try to explore feelings between uh baby is cold outside and sorry not baby is cold outside but between uh never been kissed and original song and then me try to derail things by throwing in random AUs that she then has to try and make canon. Uh this is the fic for you. It is. It's delightful. It I'm super delightful. excited. I know you haven't had any time to write, but Not I'm super yet. excited. No. Cuz you said I can't get out of this with a dream sequence and I was like, "Hmm, you can't." Oh goodness. Although I am going to be impressed if you're going to try to get out of this uh, with a dream sequence, but I'm going to try my damnedest. Uh, I'm going to try not to. I mean, I feel like that's the cheap way out of uh, things. Which and is I why almost... I'm write, which is why I'm the idea that I have cannot easily be fixed by dream sequence to help 
take that temptation away from you. I I, I almost didn't with this one, uh, the first one. But then I'm like, no, I kind of liked, I just, I just didn't. There's a couple of things. I so just yeah. wanted to, but y'all anyway. Sh- y'all should check it out. Read it. It's, it's on it our blog. Ver- it may very well be the last Glee fic that I write, but who knows? Hey. There I you, go. you never you never know what's gonna happen. You never Christmas. know. You never, you never know, know what's what I can talk Barbie into. I, I am really easily convinced to do things. Unless you, I mean, you know, unless you promise you a Christmas fic, then just you know. I am really easily easily convinced <laughs> to do things, and people make fun of that uh, for me at work because it'll be you know we need somebody to jump in this ice cold body of water, and they look at me and they're like, "Don't you want to do it?" I'm like. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna do it. Did that actually I'm... happen? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like most of your stories you draw from reality. Look, most of my stories do indeed draw from reality. It's very easy to convince me to do things. I am so easily led because I am so easily convinced that something would be... F- my personal motto is it's either a good time or a good story. And I love collecting good stories. And so it's well, really easy. It's really easy to convince me to do dumb things that are good. That would be good stories. All right then. Yeah. Just right, moving. Moving forward. So yeah, moving forward. It's your turn. <clears throat> the winner by again a sixty forty. Like I feel like that's a pretty popular split in a lot of these. Uh, the sixty forty winner in this one is oh my god they were roommates, <laughs> which. I voted for and the the loser but not by terribly much was the hot fireman just saved me but I'm still burning up I can think of one fic that does that but it was a very popular fic where I there's that's smoke, what it was which yeah. is awesome yeah oh my god yeah but the roommates um, one of course I mean that's I mean, roommates are a very popular trip I do yeah. love a sexy fireman though I mean, God. You know what? And this is gonna this is gonna just kill your mood. I know when I say this, but I actually Why watched. Why are you gonna kill my mood? Why are you gonna do that to me? Because I'm gonna talk about math. Um, I actually watched a documentary on probability and how most things split um, to a sixty forty. Like when you poll people and when you do it, it, a lot of times it 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 ends up in a sixty forty. There's a mathematical thing that just naturally happens all the time. Um, anyway, that's not where I thought you were going with this because I don't have any real attachment to how the thing splits. So 6040 is pretty awesome. I thought you were going to be like, did you know that firemen are responsible for 97% of global warming and they are terrible people? I'm going to be like, oh, like, that's what I thought you were going to do. And you were like, I'm going to harsh your buzz. I'm like, no, it's so sad. Then you're like math. I'm like, no, math is cool. So like, that's okay. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like you thought that I would be upset about math. Math is awesome. Math really? is the language of the universe. I just always go on boring I was that, tangents. So. I was that kid who enjoyed calculus. So, although it doesn't, it doesn't hold anything to geometry. Proofs were my favorite thing in math. God, I love oh. fucking proof. I failed my college remedial math course. So, um, anyway, um, okay. I had to take it again. I know hmm. I was so bad at it, but I had a problem. I couldn't. Concentrate. I had a very hard time concentrating in it, and the concepts were just—I didn't get it. So, um, that's yeah. okay. No yeah. shame. Why don't we move on? Why don't we move on to the next one, which again was a sixty-ish, forty-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the one that won 
is we're super cute middle-aged people trying to raise kids. Uh, which is the basis of most fluffy fix, I feel like. It's a um, lot of a lot of fix, fluffy. Yeah. And the other one is screw Nyata, let's all go to Ohio State. Uh, which I don't even know if I ever saw, but it was an idea like Really? Because there was yeah. a funny, um one of them was consonants and dissonance, which yeah, was I think near popular. misses I think was too. Was- um, there were a number of them that was like, let's just uh, go to one school. Let's go to, let's go to Ohio State, and um, because Miata is a scam school, and because as somebody who has um, worked in higher ed for a significant portion of their working life, um, I love higher ed fix because there's just a lot of stuff to explore. I just and, like and Niata is a scam school. And like I really enjoy traditional higher ed. And so the the let's all go to Ohio State is something that appeals to me. I, I like Jen. Oh my God. I, I like college stories <laughs> over high school stories. I, I just I don't know. I just like it better. I do too, but that's also because I am I enjoy people being over 18. Yeah, me too. Because I I feel like I can do more things to them that I feel comfortable with. Again, different strokes for different folks. But once people are in college, I feel like I personally have a lot more freedom to do a lot more things with them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so. Ooh, the next one. Yep. So this one was. A uh, little bit, 70-30. Uh, yeah. So the one that won was, I know that I'm famous, but I want to bone you, my loyal small town fan, and marry the fuck out of you. And okay. then the okay. one that lost was Secret Avenger, Blaine Stark. Which was way more popular early on. I mean, it definitely had a phase. Um, it it was really in 2012 when the Avengers came out. It was really popular for like a year, year and a half. Uh, so it was something that was that burned brightly and then faded out. Yeah, pretty much. Well, and also I feel like with the famous one, a lot of times it's I'm famous and I hire a prostitute at you. Um, really? Because yeah, I feel like a lot, especially the ones that I enjoy. Again, there are a fair number of Hallmark Christmas movies that follow the same. What same glee? Yeah, yeah. But in general, I really love that I'm famous and I end up either uh, trying to retreat to this small town on a vacation or I'm filming in this small town and then you have the person who's like, I really don't give a shit that you're famous. You're parking in my parking space. Or, you know, you've come into my shop and I'm going to treat you like everybody else. And they're like, oh, my God, you're so cute. And you don't think that the most important thing about me is that I'm famous because everybody thinks that I'm this certain type of person. But it turns out that I'm really this other type of person. You really like the person that I really am. And then this person is like, oh, my God, you're actually famous. And then the paparazzi come. And they're like, I don't think I can handle this. And they're like, I don't want to subject you to this. And they're like, no, I really do think that I can do this. And the other person is like, I'll give up my fame for you. And it's like, I'm going to make sacrifices for you, too. And then we're just going to make sacrifices and be in love together. And it's something that I really enjoy. Do you guys ever also wonder? Also because it plays a really solid portion in my personal fantasies. Like Ooh. how I live my daydream life. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. All of us, all of us have that celebrity that they want to show up in our hometown and be like, oh my God, you're amazing. Yeah. You're like, of course I am. 
I was going to say, if you ever wonder how much RB can say in one breath, that's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. I still had extra breath to go. I could have added like three more <laughs> sentences. And I would like to plug that that's one of the really good things that I learned by singing for a number of years. I can control my diaphragm like a beast. <laughs> Unlike sorry. Space Orphan, who is yawning because I have bored her to death. No. I mean, it's because I've barely gotten any sleep the last two days. Okay. You know what you need? Caffeine or liquor. If I had liquor, I would fall asleep. I will go get some <laughs> caffeine, though. Let's pause. Let's let you get some caffeine. Okay, I will do that. Okay, we're back. And I think it's my turn. Overwhelmingly. Oh, yeah. And one one of my favorites. I'll say this is one of my favorites. Um, it's one of it's one of my favorites too. In in the right context, I I don't like. I really like it combined. With, oh, you really like it combined with what? With fake dating. Oh yeah, I'm totally trashed. Let me tell you every secret, including how much I love you. I love yeah. drunk fix, but like nice drunk fix. I don't like mean like angry drunk like. And I don't see this in no. fake very often, but like. I yeah. love the I love the I got drunk and I'm gonna tell you how awesome you are because nobody tells you how awesome you are and I'm not I I usually keep these things bottled up but I'm gonna tell you and the other person is just like oh I think one of my favorites beyond the the drunk one that I had our beeves you know speak for me um is I wrote one where Santana's texting Blaine and she's texting about getting Kurt and Rachel drunk and it just it was a really funny little thicklet thing. So, what lost, however, and I mean, I, I mean, drunk is, I get it. People are going to vote that, but also don't tell me a lot of people don't have this squick that they like. Uh, I'm a hybrid kitty and you must mate with me because I'm in heat or a dog or whatever animal of your choice. That was really popular for a very long time in the like Glee kink meme and a lot of yep. porn fixes. You had the, the animal hybrids and then, uh, what was the? Now that we have seen the trailer for Cats, we know oh my what God. a kitty. We know what a kitty Kurt would look like, and that's just a boner killer. Ugh, it was pretty. Okay, buddy. Uh, hey, remember when we had to like pause for the traffic, and I finally figured it out. <laughs> anyway, Sea Lord uh, Poseidon. Oh God, that was miserable. I'm so glad I figured that out. Okay. Um, but you know what else kind of goes along with this that I didn't put in this, but it comes up a lot. The Mpreg. Like, for some reason, oh, making yeah. them pregnant was, like, a huge thing. I mean, it's it's still a big thing in a lot of fan. Like, Impreg is super popular. Yeah. And I, mean, it, I, I think it's a lot of, you know, these are characters that I really love, but this is an aspect of life that I want to explore. And so mm -hmm. let's explore with that. Because I think that a lot of, um, in popular media, a lot of female characters are written poorly and for one reason or another folks don't like to explore a lot of the female characters they really like their slash ships and so to be able to explore things like pregnancy and birth you got to make the dude pregnant yeah exactly also you know pregnant bellies can be hot they can be all right well speaking of doing things with gender we can move on to the next one <clears throat> so the next one, I gotta get close to these tiny little letters. Uh, the one that overwhelmingly lost was how awesome are we as lesbians, which is a gender swap. And the mm -hmm. one that 
overwhelmingly won, like 88.5% was you ordered coffee, but my heart came as a bonus. I mean, I mean the coffee shop AU. The coffee shop just, AU. I'm surprised it didn't it's win. It's a standard. It's a standard. It's absolutely so incredibly popular across so many different mediums and so many mm-hmm. different genres. Um, so yeah. many different media types. It's so popular. So popular. And I, yeah, I've never met anybody in a coffee shop. Like, usually, like, I don't you go to your table. And so I don't hang out in a coffee shop. Actually, don't. Really yeah, I don't preclu- really. Which precludes me from having a meet cute in a coffee shop. Not really to mention. To, I need a grocery store meet cute. Like, don't. I want to look over the thing of bananas and, like, catch eyes with somebody. But that hasn't happened yet. Don't hit on your baristas. Just please don't. <laughs> Um, about the gender swap thing, this is actually something I see more in fan art than I'd seen fanfic. Yeah. Which is, an, I, I think it's like a visual thing. I think it's an interesting, I do think it's kind of interesting to see it. Like, oh, what would this person look like as a girl or a boy or whatever? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. So, um, yes. again, a, a landslide on this one, 80 to 20, uh, winning, is the loft is a big no the loft is big but there's only one bed <laughs> one bed God, and then what lost um essentially is the fantasy au i'm an elf and you're at night who must rescue me but uh, fantasy um which there's some about there i like fantasy maybe not as much as a i like it as original fiction more than i like Clean ag- but again, what I enjoy about the there was only one bag, only one bed, is only that one it bag. Can, only one bag. There's only one bag. <laughs> um, is that it can easily be slotted into fake dating, which mm-hmm. is my favorite. Um, and so fake dating quite often requires the only one bed because it's the yeah we're dating, and then the parent is like yeah so you can stay in this person's childhood bedroom, and there's only like one full size bed, and you're like ah oh, fuck. And so somebody ends up having to sleep on the floor in a sleeping bag. And then they're like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable. And they're like, oh, fine, you can sleep on the bed. And so they end up sleeping on the one bed together. And yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. All so right. The next one was, uh, again, 6040. Uh, so the one that won was Kurt Goes Into Fashion Professionally, which. Yay! Big fan of that. Uh, and the one that lost was we're totally in competition and hate each other, but we'll totally be banging by the end. Yeah, I would have gone with the... I think I did cat curtain fashion, too, only because I don't like... Uh, I, I think it is a popular thing, but I don't like the enemies to lovers thing. Sure, sure, I can see that. You got your, your Harry and your Draco. Which leads us very well into the next one. Oh, that's the next one. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even, I did not plan that. Um, okay. That was, that was a great intro for it. Okay. So here we go. Um, in the next one, and this is almost a 50, 50 split. Um, losing though is Kurtz and Slytherin playing as Hufflepuff. How will this work? So winning very obvious Hogwarts AU, which was, I think more popular back in the day, but it it was decreased in popularity as time has gone on. Harry Potter is kind of, as JK Rowling has continued to speak when she should just hush. (sighs) Yeah, I agree. It's kind of a sad downfall of JK Rowling. Um, 
And winning, which is not a surprise because this is a delight. Someone's a stripper with a heart of a dick of gold. Or a prostitute. Or whatever. I mean, it's, somebody's... It's a pretty woman, AU. It and is. I love, I love a stripper with a dick of gold. I mean, who does not? Absolutely. They're always usually fun. I don't know. Which, which was another trope that was in the, the Clay and Christmas fic that I wrote a couple of advents ago. Yeah, you guys should go it, back and read that. It did have a stripper with a dick of gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, um, so the, the next one was, again, one of the 6040s. I didn't realize the, I'd done this exactly, but anyway. The one that lost was, I'm a prostitute. I'm in it for the money. Don't fall in love with me. And then the one that won was, what would our lives be like if we didn't meet on that staircase? Which is a very specifically AU, but I think that it falls it is. into the larger category of what if we never met? Yes. How would our lives be like? And I think and that was the one that came in second. One. Yeah, that one's the, well, that came a in second. It's a popular one, and it's a, really, it's a really fun thought experiment that you can do while it's still a, feeling it's a very canon-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's a, it's a, I like that one. I voted for that one. So. And then we have our last one. <laughs> I forgot that I did this. We have our last one. <laughs> do you want to read it or do you want me to I read will. it? I will. I will read it because I created it. Um, I put this on there because we needed another one and I couldn't not because it was a topic when I was making these. It was a topic. Um, most of the time it's, I, I call, I consider this, both of these crack fic. Oh, um, God, yeah. Where you just are not taking anything seriously. <laughs> I'm, I hope that neither of these were, and, and these are two very well-known plain fics that are terrible and I, I just do not, please do not. You can, you'll just regret <laughs> it. Just don't. Um, we've got in one corner, in the blue corner, Blaine eats people, but he's still super cute. Dating is hard. Or, oh my God, <laughs> please don't do that with a bird. With a dead bird. With a dead um, bird. 60 40 split. Uh, Cannibal Lane. Cannibal Lane? I think he had a Cannibal name. Cannibal Lane. Um, Yay! Yeah. I mean, of the two of them, I'm super in the corner of Cannibal Lane. So, you it's know, a dead bird thing. Life is, yeah, they're both life gross. Is hard. Like, there are things that you should not stick in your anus, and a dead bird is one of them. <laughs> a dead bird is one of them. However, um, if somebody eats you during sex, I don't know what to say about that either. But well, he wouldn't eat you, but maybe he eats the guy who's picking on you at school. You know, maybe it's no longer a problem. Well, in the fig, he does eat Kurt, like literally. Yes, I understand this, but I'm talking about a different one. Um, there so was what more I... than one can of blame fic. <laughs> It's true, there is. Um, so, hold on. In the second one, I had everybody put. Um, you don't have the. You don't have this list, but I'm going I to don't. go ahead and. I know. I'm sorry. I was just clicking on things, and I found this because I remembered it. Um, but first, the. Uh, um, shoot, what was I going to say? Hold on. I gotta think about my words. This is how tired I am. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, another thing that was super popular, and more so in, like, the vidding community, not so much a fanfic mm-hmm. thing, was the serial killer Kurt. Um, long I was, before... I was never... 
aware of serial killer. Courage. Yeah, I'll have to send you the link to the. the yeah. it's actually really really good video. Um, it's I mean, terrifying. I was always more this is before season two. Serial... Before. I was always more aware of serial killer blame. Yeah, I think that came later. I mean, but Kurt was first. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, um, so some added ones, or people that voted in. Stuff that they voted in. Uh, some of them are like stuff that we already talked about. Um, but AU based on a TV show or movie. So there were, I mean, other, we talked about Harry Potter, but there's a lot of like, you get this all the time. Like you take another TV show. Like what if they were all in an office or what if they were all on Star Trek or what, you know? Yeah. So that was pretty popular. That's a popular one. Um, do, do, do. Nightbird. That's supposed to be Nightbird. Um, our friends set up on us on a plane date. Um, magic brought us together, but now is trying to tear us apart. What is that one? Ooh. Interesting. I think that that could also go with the fantasy AU idea. Yeah, that's true. Then, of course, there's always the like I call them the affair fix because they're always like dating somebody and then you know um you know it's down the road and kurt and blaine have remarried or then they find each other again and they cheat on their spouses that's always weirdly popular so that's that's kind of that i'm just trying to see if there's anything else that i wonder if i added a because i did not know how to do anything by fours when i did this (laughs) i mean (laughs) i did math is hard um, you were definitely a uh, an arts person. I was well, and I was also a very tired person. I've always been a very tired person. My math class I'm was sorry, right before Space Orphan identifies as tired. <laughs> she does. Okay, so I think that's all of the uh, yeah, and I guess we told the fake dating and um, the uh, what if we didn't meet on the staircase. Were the ones that were the finals, which makes sense for this. I feel like that's a lot of what happens. Yeah. So it's really good stuff. So now that we've gotten through it, is there anything that you think that we missed? I mean, is there anything when you think back on your favorite clean fix of all time that you've read? I mean, I again, I'm very open with fake dating is my favorite. And so when I think of favorite things, they usually fall into fake dating. Uh, So I feel like that was very solidly represented on this, as well as different uh, aspects that can fall under fake dating, which includes there was only one bed or, oh, my mm -hmm. God, they were roommates. I like friends to lovers things, which I do think kind of. Yeah get not it's not fake dating but i do think there's like you know circumstance we figuring out our feelings try to figure mm-hmm. out you know that kind of stuff i like that kind of stuff and then yeah we I think uh, all yeah. those can fall under fake dating so oh. i enjoy the umbrella also, do you know what the, oh my god it was christmas oh my god it was christmas do you know what i like when it, like thinking about historical all the way beginning i actually like noir stuff i like the oh, 40s yeah. aesthetic so uh-huh. that kind of stuff i like noir is a um, lot of fun I appreciate some really good crack. I think that humor is a hard thing to do, and most people don't write it's humor. A, it's a very um, hard thing to do well because yeah. humor humor is a universal emotion, but what people read as humor is not a universal experience. And exactly. So it's really hard to write 
good humor. And so when somebody can write something that is legitimately funny, I have a lot of respect for that author. Exactly. Uh, do you know what my favorite fic is? What? Of all time. This is, a, this is an MCU fic. Um, it has one character. It may have more than one character. I don't know. But I am Groot. <laughs> have oh you my read god. This? I have read that. I mean, if ever if ever there was anything that was written so poignantly and I mean really encapsulates the, I'm just so sad that I was the whole, not the person that thought of it. Of the really human and Groot experience, it's I am Groot. Yeah. I mean that's you guys, it's, it's we're not gonna spoil it for you. No, I, no. The the ending is a total surprise. Like I went on a real ride. I think if you read one fic, it doesn't matter if you hate the MCU. If you read one fic in your life, you don't. You don't have to know anything going in. They explain everything in the fic. It is. It's so good. It's It's so. I should link to it. I should put a link to it. I'll reblog that when we get done, so that we can do that. It's a. It it really is a seminal (laughs) fic in 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 the fanfic world. Exactly. Uh, So I don't think I can. I don't think I can top Groot. Maybe we should end on a Groot note. Let's end on Groot. Let's end on Groot. Let's end on some hardwood. Um, <laughs> so, RB, I want to thank you again for pinch hitting and just jumping in. Absolutely. And doing these, like, off-the-cuff podcasts that we just think of, like, ten minutes before we do it because I need something <laughs> to go on there. Um, I yeah, I do it? love, though, when you're like, all right, let's call in. And I'm like, great. What are we talking what are we about? Doing about? Um, God, imagine how articulate I would be if I knew what we were talking about beforehand. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I tell you and you're so lost, but like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look, that was my own fault. I was not paying attention when you told me what was going on. I'm like, what's okay. going on? Yeah, that was my fault. Um, but yeah, this is probably going to be the last impromptu podcast we do on here. That's kind so. of sad, but. To everything it is. You know, every journey has its end. It um, does. And neither of us are opposed to endings. So No. Um, so on that note, join us next Sunday. I don't know what we're doing it because the schedule's gotten so screwy. We are we're still <laughs> continuing. There will be something next Sunday. Um not sure what yet, but keep your ears open. It'll be some kind of craziness. And it'll be fun and delightful. So I hope you join us there. And we'll see you next Sunday. But it's too late, baby. Now it's too late. Once in your life, you'll find her. Someone who turns your heart Bad, but now they're okay. Only me or my, you're the apple of my eye. Girl, I never loved one like you. Found you hiding here, so won't you take my hand, darling? There's nothing that can stop you from becoming popular. Lar.
But take 